how did you get the courage to do that and what was that like if like anyone who's thinking like school sucks but like I can't drop out because yeah. of parents like friends yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think it's <sighs> a good question honestly I, I just felt in a deep sense that my autonomy was my own and no one's no one else's so I'm in control of my life and my decisions and I have free will to choose what I want for my life and my future and um, no one I just made the decision and the responsibility that no one else would be able to like dictate uh, against that and even my family where they love me so much they want to um, give me opportunity I'm so thankful for that as well uh, but they weren't aligned with those plans until I actually start getting my own thing rolling and now they looked look to me as in like yeah we're like he's doing well we love him he's doing great everything's cool yeah. telling the, the social circles back home that yeah everything is great um, but at the point of like making the decision it was all down to me and I was going against the grain of literally everyone um, I mean even my closest friends were like dude are you sure you're not like throwing away a big opportunity I was like no I'm like picking up a big opportunity like trust me on this one I had the opportunity to do it I had the responsibility to make the choice and I recognized that the autonomy the personal autonomy that I had was my life like it's my life it was a weird thing where other people were trying to say like no you shouldn't do it or, or like I had other people like even my neighbors they'd be like well, well you'll be back uh, you'll, you'll, you'll be back in college you know it's okay I mean you know, just because they did it that way and they, they thought that I would you know fall in my face and face and like go back to, uh, to to the United States with my tail between my legs and whatever and yeah. I got this close to that like several dozen times I mean I will be honest several dozen times legit got so close to that and I was like oh my god like I don't have any of this I don't have any money left I don't have anything going like everything's going crazy and like very stressful and whatnot but uh, I learned through the lessons that I got through that but at the beginning of it to answer your question it was a, an autonomous decision it was like my life is mine and I have my responsibility to make my choices to affect my life like I'm, my life will affect other people later on as well and they always it always does it always ripples out from whatever choices you make if it's positive or negative but I, at the end of it I was like this is my life dude I want to yeah. I want to live and travel yeah. and I want to go do my thing and like I didn't know if it was going to be easy or hard or whatever and it was very difficult yeah but like it was totally worth it like I would do it again 10 times in a row yeah so it was just that versus choice it was like this is my life even though I'm yeah. 20 years old at that time I was like I'm 20 um, I still am choosing my life decisions and yeah. why would I let someone else like yeah. tell me about what they want me to do yeah you're over 18 sense. you're an adult yeah. Riley just said it's gonna apply to everything and anything and it's a skill that can 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 pay you for life but it's also like you're learning how human beings operate emotionally and logically and how to convince them to buy things that are in their best interest and so that will happen with services products business e-commerce anything and everything online but if you if the freelance thing kind of resonates with you mm -hmm. then freelance copywriting especially if you're a native English speaker yeah. is something that many many people have done to make their first 1000 bucks online yeah, exactly. And um, clients will pay you up to thousands of dollars yeah. to write their XYZ words for their website, yeah. store, blog, magazine, whatever yeah. the fuck. It's amazing. I mean, it's like there's so many options. There's hourly projects, there's retainers, there's uh, consistent monthly income retainers, which I mean by that. Um, someone needs to have you post something consistently for their brand, you know, and you pay, you get paid every month or maybe every two weeks. Uh, there's right, project basis, yeah, marketing emails, consistent work like that. So if you get a good client and they have actually a good product, you can sell it, you can get behind it, um, then all you need to know is how to close. And um, it's not super simple, super easy, but the process is fairly boiled down to where it's like you get leads, you close them, and you deliver for them. So that can, that can be 
branched out into hundreds of arenas and different ways of delivery, but basically you need to get leads and you need to convert them and you need to deliver for them. So if you master those three things, which will take a specific set of skills, then you will make your first grand online within three, uh, 30 days or 90 days, 60 days. And I'm just like, where's my friends? Oh, a lot of you are in Bali. All right, I'm gonna go to Bali. And then, yeah. oh, where are you? You're in Malaysia? All right, cool, I'll hit you up when I'm back. Oh, yeah. you're in, Ch in Chiang Mai, you're in Bangkok, you're in Saigon, you're in Medellin, you're in Yumbi uh, Europe, whatever. Like. I'm like, I'm going to hit up anyone who I love and who loves me who's there. And then you're there and then we meet up or you meet new people or it's just amazing. I mean, you can be at the right place at the right time. You control your schedule, you control your time. And it's, yeah, it's one of the best decisions we've ever made in our life. Yeah. And it, it just keeps paying dividends. And yeah. sometimes I still get the shock to where it's like, wow, this is just, this yeah. is my real life. How is this real? Yeah. yeah. I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, so me super, too. Super, super thankful. Yeah. Very thankful as well. Riley said it's not too late. Like, not only is it not too late, it's like, it's just christening. Like, it is the very beginning. And people don't recognize that. And so it's like, yeah, if you're looking back 10 years, 20 years in the future, and like, damn, I could have taken that shot, but I didn't. And I didn't swing the bat. And I'll just tell you a little part of my life as well. It's like, it's been really, really hard. Like, very, very hard to actually put these pieces together. And now I'm finally at a place where I feel like I have a little momentum. But it's taken like four years, four and a half or whatever. So mm. we don't want to sell you some BS dream where it's like, yeah, just move out, quit, quit your job. And you don't have no skills, no money, no savings. Yeah, you'll be fine, dude. Don't worry about it. Like, that's yeah. stupid. That's irresponsible, irresponsible advice. And um, I appreciate Riley for not doing that. Like, he's not trying to sell can, that dream. Just go home and re. And yeah, and reiterate. Yeah, you can. But the thing I'm saying is that that's a big opportunity cost where you like you come out, you have a great experience. It's cool. You could still flat on, uh, fall flat on your face and go back home and rebuild. But why would you not want to at least set yourself up with a little bit of background skills and a little bit of opportunistic behavior where you choose to take the wave of the times and you leverage that for yourself and for your family and for your relationships and whoever you are trying to support right now. And um, that's, that's all I'm saying is like, yeah, not only is it not too late, it's the very christening and we are just figuring out how, to, how this is gonna like affect the world for the next 20, 30, 50, 100 years and more. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, jump in, yeah. jump in and get your thing, yeah. you know, f figure out one skill yeah. that you need, you know, and, and then be able to build your, build your life off the back of that. Yeah. Also, yeah. Jump in before the before the AI takes over in, yeah. in twenty. Before you don't have a choice. <laughs> What's good? The one and only young Palawan, Evan Teague. What's up? What's up? So, for those who don't know, real quick, Evan Teague. We went to the same e-commerce conference in Chiang Mai, mm. October twenty fourteen. We did. I just went to a meditation as well recently that I used to do in Ubud. Um, it's kind of like a group community meditation, so people are like holding hands, and it's kind of funny, but you know, it's like everyone's, especially if you've never done it before, everyone's kind of uncomfortable like what's gonna go on, but yeah. maybe 20, 30 people in the room, and we do like a breathing meditation, and we focus specifically on like seven rounds of breathing. It's kind of similar to pranayama, if you're familiar with that, and we go focus on after each breath, or each round of breathing, we focus on each chakra, and you do the full exhale and then start with the root chakra, the very bottom. And then you do the full inhale and focus on the crown chakra and hold it, hold the breath. And then you go back into your breathing mode again and again. It's kind of like um, very, it's kind of like transcendental meditation, um, but you can actually feel the entire vibration going up your line of the chakras as well as like holding hands with people and the energy is passing between you as well. Yeah. So like our hands are both vibrating as well. Like there's a lot of, a lot of qigong if you want to talk about that prana, a lot of energy coming, life force coming between all of us. And everyone gets their own healing after that. Some people are crying, some people are yelling, some people are just kind of going through the motions. So, so it's, it's just really cool. That one can really start stimulating what you're working on or what you uh, maybe have not worked on, you know, what your shadow elements or whatever. 
a lot of people talk about Mama Bali. It's like uh, this place when you land, at least for me, I can feel the positive vibes when I come here. Um, and then Mama Bali, if you will, she makes you look at your stuff. So it's kind of like making you look at your, your stuff that you've been avoiding, you know? Mm. Um, so if you have a lot of that, if you don't, you know, it makes sense too. But if you have a lot of that, you know, you can look at your stuff and like really dive deep and you can choose to take the responsibility to like start doing the inner work. Um, so there's that aspect of it as well. So I really just appreciate this place a lot for what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, this all reminds me, like, everyone, if you listen to Joe Rogan mm -hmm. podcasts, like, you hear about, like, ayahuasca, like, yeah. ceremonies and stuff, and, like, the way, the thing that I'm thinking about now, it's, like, these are all kind of what they say about ayahuasca, it's, like, you know, helping you have revelations, helping you open up, helping you, um, helping, you know, the Mother Earth or, or whatever, like, bring things up that, you know, questions that you need to be asking, so these are all just, like, forms of um, what do you want to call it healing whatever and then of course like ayahuasca is like a super intense uh, high level version of this yeah. um, you know mixing in with these psychedelic type plants but uh, all of this ecstatic dance and the yoga even a little bit is the same kind of idea it's like this natural yeah, healing yeah. like revolution that's really the oldest thing ever but it's becoming yeah, more yeah, mainstream yeah. into like Western. people don't need plant medicines like really you can do the entire journey sober you don't need anything else else at all but when you connect with the plant medicines and their spirit you learn a lot from them if you're open and honored to them and respectful to them it's like it's not like you have to have it or you need to use it it's just like that's something that can accelerate your growth or maybe rip the band-aid off of what you were not looking on before mm. or maybe it can like kind of give you an, a new insight that's immediately powerful and then you do the work subsequently with the three months or four months that you have afterwards or whatever um, so it's not like you need to do ayahuasca or you have to do these retreats or whatever it's just a powerful way to get into it and a lot of people choose to do it totally naturally with yoga and meditation um, I mean some people have spent decades in caves meditating for their whole way and they can reach these transcendental yeah. state transcendental states and they don't have to have a, a drop of anything so it really is kind of what you want to choose some people integrate the two um, but I kind of look for me at least I kind of look at these as just an opportunity everything is an opportunity to go deeper and to have a relationship with a new type of thing that will teach you something different so when you have that type of open mind and open heart like again the third eye connects with the heart chakra those are very connected elements and when you have both of them at the same time then there you're able to learn a lot from whatever you're going through even when it's hard and tough and some things are very tough in life so when you're able to look at it that way and be thankful for it instead of just like resisting it then a lot of this healing comes through you know so yeah you're right like it doesn't have to take these type of things but it's kind of up to you so uh real quick shout out to chris chu who was also another chiang mai freshman we met four <laughs> years ago at the same dropship conference um, if you happen to be the person that's um, been looking for the ayahuasca things, um, go to his website. Um, ChristopherWChu.com. ChristopherWChu or Hero's Journey Experience. Yeah. Um, that's what he does. He, yeah. So he does these ayahuasca retreats uh, in Peru. And he's another homie. Um, yeah. He's one of my favorite people on the planet. Like yeah. really, top, top, top S one. Speaking of other people on the planet. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! What's up, King? Sorry to interrupt. Not sorry. Not sorry. Not sorry. Good to see you, man. My man. Right? Hell yeah. Good to see you. How's the ride down here? Good to see you. Smooth, smooth, smooth. Smooth ride. What's good? What's good, my dog? How we living? My kings. What's good? Nice to see you. We just hit you up for some protein shakes, but oh yep. Didn't hear. Hit you up too. We're in the podcast studio. Yep. Fucking getting high. Getting getting high on life right now. Get it. Um, 
Anyway. But yeah, Chris Chu, one of my yeah. favorite people on yeah. the planet for sure. So if you if you feel called to that, he's actually holding a retreat right now as well. So it's going to be coming up in uh, in May um, and June as well. I think there's one in July and one in May. So if you want it, like now's the time to contact him because he's actually getting those people together and, and uh, setting them up for the retreat as well down in uh, Ecuador. So yeah. Oh, Ecuador, nice. Yep, yep. perfect timing. That that was nice how we segued it, uh, into that. Yeah. And I also did a, a podcast interview with him. Yeah. Um, same setup, you know, little little uh, camera on the yeah. on the selfie stick, tripod, little mics. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask you um, before we uh, before we get towards the end, <laughs> is like. Uh, were you, like people are probably thinking like, oh yeah, it's like some really deep spiritual guy. Like, were you into these like chakras and stuff? Like before you came out to Southeast Asia? Like I wasn't at all. Actually, I had my, my first like type of awakening when I came to Bali the first time. Like, go figure, right? Um, actually, what I mean by that is like the first time that I lived in Bali. Because I came to North Kuta for the first time and I was kind of new. I, I didn't really know like how to travel. So I just booked a place by the ocean and by the airport. And mm -hmm. it was like totally, you know, it was not really like my vibe. I mean, we made yeah, it work, but it was different. like two kilometers away from the ocean. And then that main road had nothing on it. Plus, I didn't have a bike. So it was just it was not ideal, but I made it work, like I said. But the time that I came to live in Bali the first time, um, you know, Chris Chu as well helped me with a lot of activations. Um, but it was like Mama Bali, again, the same type of thing. Like when I came back here to live in Bali for, for good for a while, you know, uh, and I went to Ubud, I was really working with these concepts. And um, that was when I was really diving deep into these things. There's a lot about outer work and your business and your life and whatever, but the inner work is, is some of the, the strongest work that really matters. And if you feel called to like start working with that, um, and then it, it really should open up a lot of other things for you in your life, like your relationships and your mindset and your emotional control and your intelligence and the people you meet, the people you resonate with, like everything is vibration, everything is frequency and resonance. So if you have resonance with shitty foods, excuse my language, but like if you have resonance with bad foods that are, are not good for you, or if you have like those situations that can tend to bring you back all the time, they draw you again and again, and they draw from your energy and your, your, your heart, then essentially you're gonna just continue to go towards those again and again because you have resonance with them. So everything is kind of like frequency, resonance and vibration. So. When I started thinking about things like that, this is where I was learning um, a lot of these concepts. And then I started working with the chakras and I've also worked with plant medicines as well. And just trying to continue to develop my self-awareness and my self-love and uh, my connections and my quality of people that I'm around, like all the people that like have helped me along my journey, people uh, I've been fortunate enough to help as well. And um, that's kind of been what it's been like for my my path. I feel that, I feel that, uh, now is the time to wake up. Now is the time to ascend as human beings. I mean, like, uh, you want to talk about this, we could go all day, but it's like yeah. 3D to 5D. I mean, there's an ascension happening on the planet as well and with people on the, um, on the with resonance with that. And uh, people that understand this shift are, are trying to focus on how to make their vessel stronger and pure, more, more pure, more clean, mm. um, so we can align with higher frequencies that are actually on the earth already, but we're, we're working with them as now. We need to develop them and start leading that for other people as well. So that's kind of where I've been working with these type of little things and, and uh, always just focus on speaking my truth and whatever aligns with me and whatever I want to learn. And I, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, just focusing on the deep inner work. I mean, I got to do it. I got to continue to do it. And there's other people that have less like inner work to do or less like baggage or less stuff from the past that's, that's uh, holding them down or they have more stuff that's holding them down. A lot of people have like anxiety and depression and like really deep concepts that they've been working with their, with their whole lives. I've been fortunate enough to not be depressed or anxious usually, but like I have different things that I need to work on and things like that. 
um, and some people are already fairly aligned so they can kind of just take a little skyrocket to the moon you know with their business and their life and get success like immediately mm. some people have to work on like different scarcity mindsets like myself I had a big scarcity money mindset that was really holding me down for a long time mm. release that work through that let it go family karma or whatever you want to call that family baggage family stuff you know a lot of people have that well, a lot of people have like I said depression from the past where they have some traumatic event that was you know horrible like their their brother died or something like that or someone was killed in their family and these are hard things to work with but they can be the, the catalyst to some of the biggest growth in your life so I think it's just about where you are and focusing on what you need to do and what you want to do what you feel called to and then turning one page over of that at a time mm. you know you resonate with one thing and you learn one concept and you're kind of like oh let me peek into that that's interesting there's a reason that that resonates with you so following that down the rabbit hole and kind of doing your own thing is where, where it is um, because it's all about you it's not about what other people are doing with their lives or how they're feeling or their experiences or anything it's like you focus on making yourself better and then of course that spreads to everyone that you're around so heck yeah man yeah talk about a <laughs> talk about a journey journeys and but it all it all started like you had the intention mm. back in college to go on your own path yeah. having the confidence and not being afraid to do you yeah. and to opt out of the matrix oh. uh, they say opt oh. out of the system which is you know the school the college system and then yeah. you get the nine to five corporate job so <laughs> you know most it's people <laughs> are in that and you know yeah. a lot of people that watch my videos are you know looking through the screen to the other side yeah. just like we were watching Johnny and Anton on YouTube yeah. um, five six years ago and Jabril as well yeah. shout out Jabril lots of uh, videos uh, from our trip with him coming yeah. soon and so so you did have that intention from the very, totally. very beginning to follow your own path. And then once you come to Bali, it's just like, <laughs> it's yeah. like an awakening <laughs> spiritual center. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it just happens to be um, a, a really popular home base for a lot of um, yeah. digital nomad, a location independent individuals because yeah. we live in this digital revolution time. Yeah. And it's just, um, yeah. So if you, if you want to come here for vacation, which mm. is like, most people do yeah. um, and you're wondering like how the fuck are you guys living here it's obviously like I said it's all because <laughs> this box it's all because of this little box that's yeah. like thin as a, as a marker right here um, it's all because you need to be able to um, earn remotely slash earn yeah. online and um, real quick if you're wondering like what are the ways that so the three main categories of earning online because hmm. this is important if you want to start your spiritual journey and live in Bali you need Preach. to be able to yeah, sustain you, yourself level one yeah level one is yeah. the bottom and yeah. that's the course that I'm working on yeah. that uh, we can preach. talk about at the end um, preach on brother <laughs> is, um, so you can be a remote employee mm -hmm. just work for your company work from home and work from anywhere um, a lot of companies are allowing that mm. or you can be a freelancer so you're doing piecework for clients you're like an independent contractor doing jobs like copywriting, graphic design, video editing, um, Amazon freaking marketing, which I have a business doing. Mm. Or you can own your own business, so own an online business. And that's a system, that's owning a system where you have an ability to get paid 24-7. Yeah. Like my Amazon store is a business. Or you have you, investments that you just live off of. But that's another level. That's right, that's, that's outside of the three. Yeah. So you obviously every entrepreneur wants to make money and invest that and yeah. make your money work for you. So that's kind of the basis of the mindset. If you want to um, be able to live anywhere, you have to get your income your from income, one yeah. of those three. Yeah, exactly. And I'm making my whole course uh, around this, mm -hmm. um, like Digital Nomad University. Yeah. Um, there will be a link below, of course. Who better to do it? Yeah. 
Um, Seriously, Mr. Exactly. Visual Nomad yeah, yeah, yeah. himself, so, man. Mr. Living that life. We were going to talk about, I was just telling him what it is, like, yeah. at the very beginning. <laughs> yeah, we haven't um, talked in a while. <laughs> so, uh, this YouTube channel for the past, like, three years, mm -hmm. the number one question I get is, like, all right, bro, like, you doing, you're living yeah. that life. How are you doing that? Yeah. And so, um, my first year, I was like, yeah, I do this Amazon selling thing. And they were like, how? Mm -hmm. And I was like replying in the comments for a year and then they were like where can I buy your course and I was like oh I don't have a course, have so I made a course. <laughs> but for the past two years mm -hmm. people were like how do I get started yeah. um, like I really I want to live your type of life slash I want to just travel for a year a couple years how do I get started with this like online um, income online hustles type thing mm -hmm. and um, it's like you just need to pick a business model and just like do it pick one um, pick one. Yeah, pick one and do it. And but people yeah. were like, "Hey, what are they?" Mm. And so, kind of the core around my my new course, like Digital Nomad Blueprint, whatever you know, name is like up in the air. Yeah. But um, helping people wrap their head around the different ways to earn from a laptop, yeah. um, and then help them choose, and then get started, and then go. Mm -hmm. And then my recommended resources. Okay, get this. Download this. 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 Here's your package. Go learn it. And and do it mm -hmm. and so kind of feeling that gap because that's what everyone asked me so that's what you do as an yeah. entrepreneur you feel the need yeah and you, you give people what they want. value for money yeah. yeah which is by the way textbook four hour work week yep um same with working remotely with you when you have a job it's the same type of thing he was negotiating the same thing you know yeah he there's a chapter in the four hour work week yeah. about negotiating work agreements there's yeah. a section in my course about this it's kind of a course that's a little bit four hour work week just yeah in, like i regurgitate it and like spit it back out Tim Ferriss jr over here <laughs> um, yeah that's what that's what they call he even me looks like him <laughs> yeah dude i've gotten it uh, yeah. more than 10 times yeah that's so um, funny and um, so mixed with the four hour work week mindset type broad stuff yeah. with like the travel lifestyle is like, you know, possible now. Like that's really the main thing that like four hour work week blew so many minds and changed yeah. so many digital nomads life. It just says this work remote lifestyle is possible now. You and it's it. Tim Ferriss' story of doing it yeah. back in 2007. 2000, yeah. Well, the okay. book was released in 2007. Oh, well, but he was doing it probably in 04, yeah, a few years crazy. before that. But um, so wow. that's the four hour work week. That's so a forever it, ago in the internet world as well. I mean, that's like yeah. ancient times. <laughs> so I always plug this yeah. is if you are interested in this kind of work remote yeah. travel as you run a business type thing, four hour work week is a good one to get. And um, my course is gonna be kind of like that, but more specific breakdown. Okay, Amazon selling, what does that look like? Okay, drop shipping, what does that look like? What does it entail? Yeah. Okay, Service business, copywriting, um, agency stuff. Like there's yeah, so many models. Fucking apps and yeah. like, cause I've met, we have met so many digital nomads that do so many things. Yeah. So like I have a good feel of um, yeah. how much work each one takes, yeah, what yeah. still works, what's like not working anymore. And so that's what I'm trying to come out as my next um, online freaking school. Yeah, I mean, it's a good one to get into Riley's stuff <laughs> like that because like you said, I mean, we know between us, we know probably thousands, but we definitely know hundreds of people that are doing this exact thing. And we're thankful, at least I'll speak for myself. I know Riley's thankful for work thankful to be able to know all these people as well because we've we've just built the connections year by year by year by year and those type of connections expand especially when you invest in them invest in them invest in them take people to dinner learn pick their brain like hang out with them like absorb the ideas go to conferences pay for your own courses like buy books you know things like that invest in yourself invest in the people around you so our network has expanded greatly expanded greatly so we're able to see like you said what's working now what's not working 
um, what is focused on the actual skills that will be here for you know the next five or ten years or whatever or even longer than that what type of things are probably not the best to get started in 2019 uh, and things like that so it's good to understand and continue to get the updated ideas from someone like Riley who has a course on how to get started especially for new people and the beginners boom bam absolutely yeah it's taken me a long i've just been kind of like lazy about doing it mm -hmm. but as soon as i came to bali um i was like yeah and the bali mastermind party was a big kind of and i went to another two-week villa back oh, yeah, boot yeah. camp yeah. mastermind that really motivated me yeah. to, to get this done so anyway yeah and so what are you working on nowadays i know you're you're crushing it with your copywriting mm -hmm. and motiveinmotion.com is your yeah. website yeah and um so yeah for me i mean my main thing is copywriting i'm doing nothing else so to the exclusion of everything else. Um, like you said, Motive in Motion is my main site with copy. Um, it's where I basically teach people who are new to copy on kind of how to get the skills and how to get clients as well. Um, so there's that type of market that I'm serving right now. So if you are interested in copywriting and you would like to actually make that as a full-time career like I have for the past three years now, I think, just hit me up. Um, and then the other segment is if you're actually running a business that's doing at least 10K a month, um, so 120 grand a year at least uh, for revenue at the low level, if you're doing that already and you would like me to come supercharge your efforts and work with marketing campaigns, strategy, direct response copy, and advertising, um, hit me up for that. Those are the two people that I can really help the most at this point. Um, I don't have courses, I don't have online things. I have like one book that I'm selling for a steal. It's like 50 bucks, so it's not my main thing. My main thing is serving clients that, I've, that already have had successful businesses and are working to supercharge that and 10x those levels um, I've helped a lot of people get a lot of amazing results with that and they're documented on my site my LinkedIn profile Facebook all that stuff so if you're interested in that and you have a successful business running as well hit me up for that um, I have a little form you can fill out to give me more information on your business um, and maybe if it's a right fit we could set up a chat right now I'm fully booked so probably not the greatest time but um, at least <laughs> at least hit me up to see if we have a good um, resonance and like I said speaking of resonance then uh, maybe we can have a chat down the line so that's kind of what I'm working on right now man Fuck yeah. Um, so the way I think about copywriting, real quick before I wrap it up, mm. is copywriting is using your words to to for influence. It's becoming an expert communicator yep. through typing, through the screen. And everyone does business on the screen nowadays and that's the that's the that's the core of all of our businesses yep. is we do business on screens. And um, everyone needs copywriting. Yep. Copywriting is text with on on your blog every so the way i look at copywriting is that's a skill that can pay you for life exactly pay you for life 100%. if you're an expert copywriter always someone will need you to put words in the best yeah. way the way I look at it also is pers persuasion in print. And, uh, persuasion in print. Yeah, and that's not even my thing. That's Evan Pagan's that I'm borrowing right now. But persuasion in print, and that can mean printed printed on your website or direct mail as well. Uh, as well. Direct response copywriting is going to, like Riley just said, is going to apply to everything and anything. And it's a skill that can, can, can pay you for life. But it's also like you're learning how human beings operate emotionally and logically and how to convince them to buy things that are in their best interest. And so that will happen with services, products, business, e-commerce anything and everything online you need copy you can't not have it you can't not have words on your motion you know on your motive like what are you trying to do like you don't have anything going on without any words spoken mm -hmm. to another that's how we communicate now in this 3d realm for the moment yeah. so that's kind of like you said a skill that can pay you for life but not only that it can help you really change a lot of people's lives because you're helping them sell what the market needs and sell it well and efficiently and differently and uniquely um, and then you're helping other people better their lives through the words that they're reading on the screen about your products and services so that's kind of the sum up so yep and I have uh, known people who have made their first thousand mm. dollars online 
through freelancing, freelance copywriting yeah. within the first 90 days. Yeah, absolutely. And I know some have done 30 days. It's absolutely um, possible. But if, you're, if the freelance thing kind of resonates with you, mm -hmm. then freelance copywriting, especially if you're a native English speaker, yeah. is something that many, many people have done to make their first 1,000 bucks yeah, online. Exactly. And um, clients will pay you up to thousands of dollars yeah. to write their XYZ words for their website, yeah. store, blog, magazine, whatever yeah. the fuck. It's amazing. I mean, it's like there's so many options. There's hourly projects, there's retainers, there's uh, consistent monthly income retainers, which I mean by that. Um, someone needs to have you post something consistently for their brand, you know, and you pay, you get paid every month or maybe every two weeks. Uh, there's right, project bases. Yeah, marketing emails, consistent work like that. So if you get a good client and they have actually a good product, you can sell it, you can get behind it, um, then all you need to know is how to close. And um, it's not... Super simple, super easy, but the process is fairly boiled down to where it's like you get leads, you close them, and you deliver for them. So that can, that can be branched out into hundreds of arenas and different ways of delivery, but basically you need to get leads and you need to convert them and you need to deliver for them. So if you master those three things, which will take a specific set of skills, then you will make your first thousand dollars. I mean, I'm not guaranteeing anything, but it is very possible to make your first grand online within three, uh, 30 days or 90 days, 60 days. I mean, a lot of people, it depends on kind of know what you know, what you know how to do and how you know how to do it because you need to actually hit the ground running with the right type of actions and not waste time and not have the opportunity cost of all just stepping in the mud puddles along the way when you, when someone has already done that for you and well uh, and whatnot. So that's why it's easy to learn from courses and books and mentors and people. I have my own copywriting mentors. I pay for my own groups as well so I can actually be in the, in the, the noise and the moment as well like you said. Mm -hmm. For, uh, the, the updated content as well so like I said the two main people that I can help right now are the people who are wanting to learn that and need some close coaching or mentorship to get started on that or if you're way above that level and you already have a business that's running at least 10k a month and then you can actually start maybe it's e-commerce maybe it's information products and you want to um, work on your messaging and your positioning and your marketing your strategy and the the entire campaign strategy on how to deliver for that then hit me up I'm your man so there's two things as well like I said I'm fully booked at the moment but those are the two things that I can help with the most and the people that I can help the most at this moment because I'm doing that to the exclusion of all else so I can actually be the master at that and the okay, skill set yeah, and not, yeah. not mess around, you know, just yeah. do that only only that. So it's your opportunity yeah. cost. That's where I'm at right now, so yeah. Boom. Fuck yeah. Hey, well, uh, that was a good good close to an hour podcast <laughs> if you're seeing clips of this um yeah. that was we did a good like 50 minutes yeah. um about ubud versus changu yeah. um bali the, the bali uh, freaking healing yoga yeah. spiritual revolution yeah. and then um about how you can um kick that off how you kick that off by setting the intention yeah. to drop out of college yeah. um to do your own thing and the intention of making your money remotely, making your yeah. career remote, because that opens so many opportunities yeah. um, to be location independent. To be the right place at the right time. Yeah. yeah, essentially. Being location independent is. It's amazing. I mean, we've been living. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. Oh yeah, it's, the best it's thing amazing. I've ever done. I mean, it's really. amazing. Yeah, you can be location independent. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> like. Sometimes I still get the shock of it as well. Like even when I come to your house tonight or whatever, obviously this is a very nice place. But in general, when I meet a friend, you know, I met you last time in Chiang Mai. Um, met a bunch of people in Bali since, you know, just this trip as well, just a couple of weeks. And I'm just like, where's my friends? Oh, a lot of you are in Bali. All right, I'm going to go to Bali. And then, yeah. oh, where are you? You're in Malaysia? All right, cool. I'll hit you up when I'm back. Oh, yeah. you're in, Ch in Chiang Mai, you're in Bangkok, you're in Saigon, you're in Medellin, you're in Yumbi uh, Europe, whatever. Like, I'm like, I'm going to hit up anyone who I love and who loves me who's there. And then you're there and then we meet up or you meet new people or it's just amazing. I mean, you can be at the right place at the right time. You control your schedule, you control your time 
and it's yeah it's one of the best decisions we've ever made in our life yeah. and it, it just keeps paying dividends and yeah. sometimes i still get the shock to where it's like wow this is just this yeah. is my real life how is this real yeah, yeah. so i'm very thankful for that yeah so me super, too super thankful yeah very thankful as well it's yeah. um yeah being able to not only be in any city that you want yeah. but being able to control your daily schedule yeah. and your environment as well oh yeah yeah yeah. set your own environment you're yeah. obviously your work environment yeah. you're not you don't have to be in a cubicle <laughs> or you know go to one place yeah. um, also the city and also just your day-to-day -day schedule so mm -hmm. I can wake up when I want I can work as late into the night as I yeah. want like whenever I'm feeling product productive yeah. whenever I'm feeling ready to go to the gym yeah. freaking go time to go and, yeah um, Anyway, it's it's amaze balls, but we don't we don't need to preach yeah. um, preach too much. We don't need to tell it's, you guys that, that's that. kind of obvious. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's good. It's a good reminder. Like, you know, yeah. bless. You know, sure. very uh, very very blessed to, um, as I say, thankful to this magic technology that the allows us to. Box. That this is this is the platform that allows us to grow spiritually and yeah. as a person as well yeah. because we're we're free to as you as you know yeah. to be able to be so blessed to live in a magical place like yeah. Bali and like, time as well this time is, is the best time to be alive right now I mean it's amazing yeah. it's incredible nothing like it has ever happened yeah, yeah. yeah. as I preached about before yeah. this is the the digital revolution yeah. is the biggest revolution in the history of the world yeah. um, bigger than the industrial and we're right in the thick of it yeah. the smartphone revolution Just the laptop started. revolution this is like your water. <laughs> yeah yeah got it um you know, as Gary Vee and everyone says, this is the biggest opportunity ever in history, and it's still not too late yeah. to start a store, start a website, blog, copywriting business, whatever the heck. It's still the very beginning times. Yeah. The internet is still very, very young. Mm -hmm. And what so many of us say is, like, really, really think about it because you you might look back, you know, in 10 years and be like whoa right when i was in college it was the internet revolution yeah. like i should have taken advantage of that to yeah. be location independent yeah. it'll pass you by if you're not careful i mean like riley said it's not too late like not only is it not too late it's like it's just christening like it is the very beginning and people don't recognize that and so it's like yeah if you're looking back 10 years 20 years in the future and like damn i could have taken that shot but i didn't and i didn't swing the bat and i'll just tell you a little part of my life as well it's like it's been really really hard like very very hard to actually put these pieces together and now i'm finally at a place where i feel like i have a little momentum but it's taken like four years four and a half or whatever so mm. we don't want to sell you some bs dream where it's like yeah just move out quick quit your job and you have no skills no money no savings yeah you'll be fine dude don't worry about it like that's yeah. stupid that's irresponsible irresponsible advice and um i appreciate riley for not doing that like he's not you trying still to sell can, that dream. just go home and re and yeah and reiterate yeah you can but the thing i'm saying is that that's a big opportunity cost where you like you come out you have a great experience it's cool you could still flat on uh, fall flat on your face and go back home and rebuild but why would you not want to at least set yourself up with a little bit of background skills and a little bit of opportunistic behavior where you choose to take the wave of the times and you leverage that for yourself and for your family and for your relationships and whoever you are trying to support right now and um that's that's all i'm saying is like yeah not only is it not too late it's the very christening and we are just figuring out how to how this is going to like affect the world for the next 20 30 50 100 years and more oh, yeah. um so yeah jump yeah. in yeah. jump in and get your thing yeah. you know f figure out one skill yeah. that you need you know and and then be able to build your build your life off the back of that yeah also yeah jump in before the before the ai takes over and yeah in before you don't have a choice <laughs> yeah exactly before and yeah before the uh, freaking ai takes over the world yeah. so Real quick, because this is a huge thing that I'm also focused on trying to help people. Um, I actually just met a podcast listener mm. who dropped out of college after one year from Colorado State. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you, I, I saw that. I was like, oh, Colorado dropped and out. Cool. 
So he found my podcast through searching Thailand on Apple Podcasts. Mm. Went to my website, filled out the form to do an advising call with me. Mm. Recorded it. It's on the second channel. And then he was also planning a trip to Thailand. Yeah. And I met him in Bangkok. Yeah, yeah. Like I, saw the, I saw the story. I was like, oh, cool. Another col- college, Colorado dropout. <laughs> yeah, another college, yeah, Colorado yeah. dropout. And Colorado college, whatever. I always like to share these stories because it's hard, very hard to drop out in front of the, the pressure of everyone that, who's going along the system. So... Like, how did you get the courage to do that? And what was that like if, like, anyone who's thinking, like, school sucks, but, like, I can't drop out because of yeah. parents, like, friends, yeah, whatever? Yeah. Um, I think it's <sighs> a good question. Honestly, I, I just felt in a deep sense that my autonomy was my own and no, one's, no one else's. So I'm in control of my life and my decisions, and I have free will to choose what I want for my life and my future. And... Um, no one I just made the decision and the responsibility that no one else would be able to like dictate uh, against that and even my family where they love me so much they want to give me opportunity I'm so thankful for that as well Uh, but they weren't aligned with those plans until I actually start getting my own thing rolling and now they looked look to me as in like yeah we're like he's doing well we love him he's doing great everything's cool telling the, the social circles back home that yeah everything is great um, but at the point of like making the decision, it was all down to me and I was going against the grain of literally everyone. Um, I mean, even my closest friends were like, dude, are you sure you're not like throwing away a big opportunity? I was like, no, I'm like picking up a big opportunity. Like, trust me on this one. I had the opportunity to do it. I had the responsibility to make the choice. And I recognized that the autonomy, the personal autonomy that I had was my life. Like it's my life. It was a weird thing where other people were trying to say like, no, you shouldn't do it. Or, or like I had other people, like even my neighbors, they'd be like, well, well, you'll be back. Uh, you'll, you'll, you'll be back in college. You know, it's okay. I mean, you know, just cause they did it that way. And they, they thought that I would, you know, fall in my face and face and like go back to, uh, to, to the United States with my tail between my legs and whatever. And yeah. I got this close to that, like several dozen times. I mean, I will be honest, several dozen times, legit got so close to that. And I was like, Oh my God, like, I don't have any of this. I don't have any money left. I don't have anything going. Like everything's going crazy and like very stressful and whatnot. But, uh, I learned through the lessons that I got through that. But at the beginning of it, to answer your question, it was a, an autonomous decision. It was like, my life is mine and I have my responsibility to make my choices to affect my life. Like I'm, my life will affect other people later on as well. And they always, it always does. It always ripples out from whatever choices you make, if it's positive or negative. But I, at the end of it, I was like, this is my life, dude. I want to, yeah. I want to live and travel yeah. and I want to go and do my thing. And like, I didn't know if it was going to be easy or hard or whatever, and it was very difficult, yeah, but, like, it was totally worth it. Like, I would do it again 10 times in a row. Yeah. So, it was just that. It was just choice. It was like, this is my life. Even though I'm yeah. 20 years old at that time, I was like, I'm 20. Um, I still am choosing my life decisions, and yeah. why would I let someone else, like, yeah. tell me about what they want me to do? Yeah, Doesn't you're over 18, sense. you're an adult. Yeah, exactly. Like, at the end of the day, that's what I always am saying nowadays. Nothing more important than to do you. Yeah. And I like to share these stories because a lot of people, if you read the YouTube comments and these like college like college debt videos, yeah. people are like, anyway, it's just like so sad because a lot of people don't like school. Mm. When we grew up, probably eight out of ten kids, fucks, oh, I hate school. And then after high school, then we go into college, but you don't like school. You're yeah. not a school person. You're yeah. not an academic type person. Yeah. Yet you're still in it because like there's really no other alternative. Mm. And um, so if you don't like school and you know you want to go the independent path, um, then I like to share these stories that you, you're, it's your life. It's not your parents' life. Yeah. It's not your college advisor's life. They're heavily biased, that's, obviously. Yeah, that's a great point. Your high school advisors are heavily biased. Yeah. I like to consider myself an anti-college advisor mm. or college alternative <laughs> advisor. Yeah, yeah. 
I have a blog article called College Alternatives, which mm. is um, what the young man in Bangkok uh, yeah. found. Nice. And I have my form on there. <laughs> it's like this whole quiz is like it's genius. I'm gonna make it even better too. <laughs> so I'm the anti-college alternative advisor, and it's your life at the end of the day. Yeah. All we're sharing is this is possible. I've been documenting my life for freaking four yeah. years out here, just yeah. sharing what's possible, giving back because people like Johnny and Jabril shared what's yep. possible about this digital nomad lifestyle. And it's definitely not easy. There were times at the very beginning, first year in Chiang Mai, where we were trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, Parker and I and you right mm. there in like pun space with Chris Chu and like yeah. so many others yeah. and like Ocean who's now super successful <laughs> two podcasts with him making yeah. beats ran yeah. into him and Changu the other week making passive and income off beats at the very ass. beginning it's gonna be well it depends on your savings and like your situation yeah. but we were like as they like to say in the in the, in the comments scraping by in yeah. Chiang Mai but that's why you, Chiang Mai you can live on under yeah. a thousand a month and it's an uphill battle no matter what yeah. you want to do like you don't, you're life, going yeah. to do something new you have no skills you have no experience you have no connections so like you start at ground zero so like that's that's the main thing you got to recognize that like you're starting here yeah. and you want to be here over yeah. the however long you think it think it all oh, could get here in one year it's like yeah probably not like maybe I don't want to limit it for you, but like maybe, but usually you're, you know, it's going to take steps and then it's going to take slips and then fall up the cliff and scrape your knee and then get back on the same cliff and then get back to a new, you know, a new height, new peak and it takes time and it takes experience. So if you're starting with no connections, no experience, no savings, no skills, then I'm not just saying drop out of school and run to everything that you ch choose to do. I'm just saying that start where you are and, and go to where you want to be. And then, you know, you'll figure out things along yeah. the way and learn and read and invest in yourself. That's how you get there over time. Mm -hmm. So just recognize the big picture, that's all. Yeah, and as they, as they would say in Bali, pay attention to your heart, yeah. follow your heart. Like as cheesy it seems, like a year ago, I would still say like, yeah, okay, follow your heart. But like yeah. now I'm learning more about this like energy healing yeah. and like being around these Bali people. Yeah, yeah. But like your heart is actually like uh, very, it's, scientifically it's energetic. Yeah. Obviously people yeah. know that, but that's the most important thing. It's Do what you yeah. feel. You said it's just like the big picture is just like a big pic. You had a feeling that this is not right. Yeah. And same with the um, the young man in, I met in Bangkok who dropped mm. out. You have that feeling, yeah. but most people would suppress it because it's going against everything. Follow your intuition. Yeah. Follow your feeling. Do what you want. Yeah. Do what you feel. That's that's what they all like. Even the schools, even like teachers say, do what you want. Yeah, yeah. Like they say it. <laughs> do your dream. Yeah. Like, do what you love. Yeah. Your heart has electromagnetic connections. It's actually very strong. It's its own center. So it already kind of knows as well as picking up stimuli from your environment. It knows what it wants to do. Similar to your gut, where you can feel intuition yeah. in your gut. You feel that. It's got so many billions of, of bacteria that are intelligent and they're feeling out your environment because it's a primal system that's been on for whatever hundreds of millions of years. You know, as you you figure out how to develop that. But people have shifted and teaching people you know to like come from here back up to here and it's like it's not like your brain is not good or helpful but it's just like your heart and your gut and your body knows what to do as well and so um like you said it's like when people want to suppress it it's because you're whatever you want to frame it as i choose to say like uh, raising your vibration like you're raising your vibration your connection and then people feel that you're doing something that they would like to do somewhere deep down as well. It's not like everyone wants to be a digital nomad and that's just naive. I don't, I don't agree with that. I'm saying that when someone sees, someone like knows that they've locked themselves in their own mental and emotional prison 
as in like they hate a job that they take and they just stay there forever yeah uh, or they you know do some relationship that's really really unhealthy for them yeah. but they stay forever like they've locked themselves in their own emotional prison through their words and actions and ideas and then they see you breaking out of the mold and they're like oh well like I, that kind of brings up emotional connection or uh, disconnection with me it's very very like hard to yeah. feel that in, in myself because you're doing it uh, I'm gonna not, I'm gonna hate you for it I'm gonna yeah. dislike what you're doing and so then I'm gonna try to like show you that like no life's hard and, and yeah. you can't do it and it's just it's just a normal thing it's like the crabs in the bucket syndrome yeah. you know so exactly there will yeah. be haters as you said people were like yeah you'll be back people yeah. like literally questioned you bro are you sure like yeah. people will you know people's parents will say no you yeah. know I've had people say tell me like yeah. um, either I want to but my parents are no yeah, yeah like my parents said that they won't support me yeah, or like yeah. you told me before that like your mom even cried yeah my like, mom cried I mean I feel guilty to that to this day about that you know but my mom cried with that like I mean we're good now it's just like she was so upset yeah. that I was going out to you know do something totally uncharted but then I knew in my heart of hearts that it was the right thing for me and now my mom and my dad are just so supportive of what I'm doing and yeah. I can travel whenever I want to see them and I connect with them and everything is much better. It's just because they trust yeah. my judgment now more than I, like I trusted myself so much at that level to make this leap and then like that has never gone anywhere. Sometimes I doubt myself, of course, everyone has self-doubt. Along the journey, I've been like, oh, I'm not sure, like, is this the right way or that the right way? Maybe I shouldn't have done this or maybe I shouldn't, you know, it's like, I'm always having that active mind or I, I was. But the point is I had the intuition and the strong like, you know, decision to make that you know, pathway come true. And then that has not wavered because I knew that I was gonna get what I wanted to go. So then other people kind of jumped on board, if, if you will. Like, so they see that now in me and they're yeah. like, yeah, I knew it. Like even my family, they're like, yeah, a lot of, you know, I knew you would be successful. I knew you'd kill it with it, you know? And they were saying the thing, the total opposite before. And some of my friends, some of my communities, I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm not obviously that close with those type of people anymore because it's like, well, you, you know, you doubted me in the beginning and nowadays, you know, we're not thinking on the same vibration as well. So it's just kind of a split and there's no love loss with that. It's just like, this doesn't resonate anymore. So when people tell you that, it's like those th same type of people will definitely tell you like, oh, like, you know, <laughs> I knew you'd make it, I knew you'd do well. And they, they believe that they have the, that trust and confidence in you that you had on yourself all along. So that's all I'm saying is build that, build, build the, the base emotional level where you're like, yeah, I'm going to be yeah. all right no matter what. And I'll be okay. I'll learn what I need to do. Yeah. So. And your relationship with your parents are yeah. better than they would have been because mm. you're, you're, you are your true self now. Totally. Totally. You're your true self rather yeah. than like suppressing your gut feeling and your heart feeling, yeah. going towards the normal. You're your true self. So your parents know that you're, you're your true self yeah. now. Same thing with myself and so many others on this yeah. uh, same kind of independent path, whatever you want to uh, call it. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, and back to the story about, you know, same, same, <laughs> saying we're like, same, we're done 15 like, minutes, uh, we wrap this up, no, it's been it's, great, actually, you know what, it, <laughs> it's too good, I'll, I'll, yeah. we'll make this the final, Yeah, yeah. as it comes uh, to around an hour, is I just did a, an interview with um, uh, a dude, a Canadian guy named uh, Eric, mm. Eric Engels, mm -hmm. and he's a great story, great interview, because he followed the plan that that we all kind of followed is he came out to the Nomad Summit in Chiang Mai, came mm. out to the conference, was working on his online hustle for a few months, didn't end up working out though, didn't end up getting traction and making more yep. than a thousand a month, Happens. so went back home for nine months to save up money and then came to the Nomad Summit again for 2019. Yeah, just up here. And then I met him again yeah. and now he's got his Amazon drop shipping and yeah. now he just made 2K last month yeah. and it's around more than a consistent 1K a month so right. he can stand on Chiang Mai and, yeah. and have no distractions and work on his full-time business mm. but living, living that life. 
and we know several friends that yeah, came yeah. out to the conference in 2014. They had to take some time home and come back, yeah. Yeah, they had their, their online yeah. business wasn't making more than a K a month to mm -hmm. stay out there, and so they went back home for another month. Yeah. And for example, Jacob did that, went yeah. home for like a year or maybe yeah. like a year and a half, and yeah. now he's back in Bangkok and he's making he's more than all of us. Rushing <laughs> like, it, yeah. Yeah. He had a lot of time also to focus. I won't go deep because that's personal and that's out of respect, but he had a lot of time to work on his family stuff as well. So it's like, that's all I'm going to say about that. But like, he, the thing is, what I'm talking about here is the same type of thing. It's like, you need to work on yourself first, the inner work. And so that's part of the reason he was able to align with mentors and like people who could bring him into a business that was making ridiculous amounts of money. And so it's like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's sometimes you got to take a step back to take 20 forward, you know, it's, it is what it is. It is what it is. Anyway, that was my final point. Um, Young Evan. Yeah, what's up? Yo, that was epic. Um, <laughs> subscribe to all the stuff. Check the links in the description. You already know. Yep, yep, um, yep. Blessings from Bali and around the world. See you guys. Much love. <laughs>